Shut up! The fuck are you licking? You're licking a blanket! Hello, my terminal curly fries. This is your mortally wounded baked potato, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his ought to be dead all gratin podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about doing something no one else can do. When you demonstrate your ability to blow up Taiwan's secret army of artificially intelligent Popeye androids, their disembodied voice boxes will surely be shouting, Well, blow me down! Blow me down! By Matthew Sanborn Smith. Hiroto loved blowing up balloons. He started way back when, mostly with condoms, because Japan is like sex country compared to the rest of the world and they were all over the place. Tokyo used them in place of confetti during their parades. Anyway, condoms are harder to blow up than your standard balloon, don't ask how I know, and Hiroto built up his blowing skills beyond those of ordinary blowers because of this. And he learned exactly when to stop blowing because when one of those things popped it was way worse than any water balloon. Over time he became the master of regular balloons and taught himself to pull off tricks that no other human being could even dream of. He went beyond making balloon animals and made balloon plants, like ferns and pine trees, and his balloon fruit trees grew their own balloon fruit. It was kind of spooky, really. Sports teams hired him to blow up their footballs and basketballs. Once on a dare, he even inflated a baseball somehow. People stopped asking him to do stuff after that. But once he'd mastered that shit, he got into big balloons. The bigger the better. He blew up balloons the size of a car. And then one the size of an even larger car. In time, he blew up entire hot air balloons. He had to get a cybernetic implant to heat the air, of course. That goes without saying. It was about this time that it occurred to Hiroto that he was nothing but a conduit. A biological system which redistributed the air from outside of balloons to inside of them, utilizing his bellows-like lungs. And when he realized that, humanity was never to be the same again. Hiroto decided he was going to blow up the largest balloon ever. To come up with the money to create the thing, he figured he'd cash in on his fame by selling blowjobs. However, given his view of the world, he had no idea they were actually supposed to be suck jobs. After his first 27 clients exploded, and not in the way they had hoped to, he decided he'd better try something else. And try it on the road, because he was on the run from the law as the most prolific sexy mass murderer in history. Hiroto decided to roam the world looking for birthday parties. At the moment the cake's candles were lit, Hiroto would swoop in, blow out the candles so hard that they'd be embedded in the walls and maybe a couple of partygoers, and then while the chaos reigned, he'd grab all the birthday cards and drain them of their sweet, sweet money. Eventually, after contacting a group of guerrilla balloon-making anarchists, the world's biggest balloon skin was laid out across the Pacific Ocean. It was not only one of the only places large enough to hold the balloon, much of its garbage had been recycled into making the balloon. And then Hiroto began to blow. And blow. He had designed his greatest creation to handle all of the air on Earth. As it grew, people and animals who liked breathing thought it might be a good idea to get inside the balloon. When all the air had been transferred, Hiroto pulled himself within, and the balloon, 2,000 kilometers across, rose into space like an enormous arc that even Yogi Bear would have envied. And Noah. Noah too. It was soon decided by one and all that drifting aimlessly through space was a bad idea, especially since all the toilet paper was still back on Earth. Hiroto had the idea to poke a pinhole into the side of the balloon farthest from Earth. The gas that jetted from the hole slowly drove Earth's children back home. But his calculations were off a tad, and the balloon looked like it was about to bypass most people's favorite planet. In a show of occasionally paralleled heroism, Hiroto squeezed himself back out of the balloon, and with his last moments of life, rubbed his hair vigorously onto the balloon. The resulting static electricity drew the space arc immediately to Earth, and everyone was saved. They all breathed a sigh of relief which made them float away again.
If this story blew you wrong, you can stretch it and other two tall tales at the URL of the handbasket to hell beware the hairymango.com. Warble indignantly in the comments for this post or per email me and we'll call each other chief at Matthew at beware the hairymango.com or tell everybody I kissed a girl at beware the hairymango at gmail.com, which is probably way more surprising to people than Katie kissing one. Whenever we're experimenting with something other than sex or drugs, the SF and SF signal stands for substandard flubber, which bounces twice, then explodes into a searing hot plasma, injuring everyone who's still a kid at heart. And we'll know for sure because we'll all be able to see your heart once the fire subsides, and also the breathing. Maybe we should change its name to Flub. Tweet through the outdoor that all your Led Zeppelins should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I'll also accept your potassium weather balloons and your mercury-laden condoms. Maybe you should see a doctor. Beware-the-hairymango.tumblr.com is the rockin'est... I can't even bring myself to finish that sentence. You know what? I think you've donated enough of your money to me over the years. If you really want to donate something worthwhile, something that will really make a difference in this world, donate someone else's money to me. Not only will it change my life, it'll change the life of the person you stole from and change the life of you. You can totally write to me from prison and donate the guard's money to me. This podcast smells oddly of dairy products that are just on the edge of not quite right and that weird inside the empty unplugged refrigerator odor, which exists nowhere else in the universe, is unconquerable even by a small mountain of our and hammer baking soda and will probably be mankind's longest lasting legacy outside of the stone monuments built to the great god of the creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license until michael richards produces kramer versus kramer versus kramer this will run with the wolves and also with matthew sanborn smith and tell you a pain in the ass might very well be preferable to a pain out the ass good night ah uh. Can you stop licking for fuck's sake? You're getting my fucking uh, blankets all filthy. You guys suck.